Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome into the show. Uh-oh. Am I recording? Am I recording? Oh, good. I am. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was recording the uh, the fluffer time, Griffin, and I, I forgot to... Okay, it's good. Hey, everything is great. How is everybody? What's up? <laughs> How y'all doing? Oh, my... Welcome in to the show. Welcome in. Coming up today, we got a lot of stuff to do today and no time in which to do it. We're going to wrap up the arc. We're going to talk about what we would do for $100 million. We have uh, a meme contest to present the winners of Bubba Joe. I know you're very excited about this. You were almost giddy last night. In which I said, okay, we're going to reveal the winners today. And you were just so excited. All right, we've got... excited before the uh, rant. What rant? Your rant you just finished up to be eight minutes late. Oh, that's not a rant. <laughs> that wasn't a rant. I mean, and, and I see your comment, Bubba. I just said that if someone paid me $100 million, I would do it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally would. Okay, that that just means I have weak morals. All right, <laughs> that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I still appreciate it or would be happy about it. It just means that I would sell my soul for a hundred million dollars. All right, I mean, of course. No, Baba Joe, would you act a fool for a hundred million dollars? No. What? No. Someone write him a check and let's put this to the theory. Let's put this theory to the test. Trader, trader, we need to dangle $100 million in a suitcase in front of Bubba Joe and see what actually happens. <laughs> All right. Nope. If I had $100 million, I wouldn't be dangling that in front of Bubba Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, right? Listen, can we find a sponsor out there? Can we find a sponsor that would offer up $100 million to our show so that we could actually test as to whether or not Bubba Joe would stick to his guns, all right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, look, see, Bubba Joe, you got me all sidetracked, and I and I forgot about the Talking Trek server sound off. Forgot all about Oh, yeah, it. that's all his fault for sure. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> I got all sidetracked. All right. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Welcome in to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Let me click on this little button over here, and uh, we'll come into the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome into our simulcast uh, live on the discords and wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite stuff. Uh, that is available on iTunes, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and so many others, uh, including your smart televisions and watches. And, of course, uh, now simulcasting live on Twitch with VODs here on Twitch and YouTube. Appreciate you guys consuming our content all across the different mediums. Appreciate that so very much. We have 290 people in our live studio audience here this afternoon. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Do appreciate you being here right before the show. We were having a conversation about some of the craziness that actually happened in Las Vegas last night, Griffin, at TwitchCon. And we don't need to go back into all of it, but it did start an interesting conversation as to what someone may or may not do for $100 million. And, um, and, and there seems to be confusion out there. Okay, so let me set the record straight. Oh, by the way, you like my shirt? 
Uh, for those of you guys who, who can see, this is my Rev Deuce shirt. I'm wearing it today. All right. It says, uh, from me to Rev Deuce, uh, you were right. I was wrong. I will sit down and be wrong. It's, uh, uh, it's the shirt that I got from, from Rev Deuce's merch store. Uh, I like it a lot. Glad you guys like it. All right. So, uh, Bubba Joe, let me just get this out of the way real quick. You claim that there is... There is nothing that you could be tempted to do for a hundred million dollars. Like you would re you would refuse a hundred million dollars if someone told you to act a fool. Oh, absolutely. That's not even a question. Why? <laughs> I mean, if you want me to cross the street for a hundred million dollars, I would consider it. Um, if you want me to go pick up your mail, I mean, I would go no, do that we're talking about something dollars. that you okay. we're talking about something you wouldn't want to do. Trader, you would do it, right? Trader, would I would you, run naked down the middle of the street for a hundred million dollars. I'd probably do that for five million dollars, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Maybe even one million. Okay, to be perfectly straight with you. Uh, so, I mean, it doesn't even need to be a hundred million dollars for that. But for a hundred million dollars, I would probably do some crazy stuff. Bubba Joe, would you would you dress up as Santa Claus for sick children for a hundred million dollars? I knew you were going there. Oh man, <laughs> yes, but that's yes. not acting a fool. That's that's true. That's actually a good thing. And Alicia says, what are the boundaries of acting a fool? Well, the boundaries, I guess, of acting a fool would would uh, I, I guess the, everybody would have their own boundaries, right? Everybody would have their own boundaries. But there were shenanigans last night at TwitchCon. I hope everybody out there is feeling safe and comfortable today. The, there was just nuts going on last night. Uh, people getting arrested and people getting kicked out and police involved and threats and and just violence and it was a, a scary place to be i'm sure for last night griffin doesn't make me actually regret not going now <laughs> all right because i i couldn't have handled that kind of stress and drama i would have been i would have been first of all i wouldn't have even been awake because it was really late i would have been in my hotel room fast asleep like trader was last night trader went to sleep at like eight o'clock i would have been passed out by then i would have woken up and not realized what was going on but there was craziness last night now i, I would have expected you to jump on the stage two pina coladas in both hands and be the voice of reason that is also a possibility that that could have potentially happened. Now, I, I will say um, real quick, people have asked and, and I'm going to would I break laws and get thrown in jail for 100 million? I mean, probably it depends on what laws, though. OK, like if the jail time is involved, probably not. OK, but I mean, if, it, if it's a misdemeanor trader, I'm probably in. Right. <laughs> if, it, if it's a misdemeanor, I'm probably in. I'll pay my fine with the proceeds of my hundred million dollars, and I'm going to go on. Okay. This so sounds like a bad episode of the Twilight for Zone. Huh? What? You can. Yes. Okay. The I can't. What? Of jail time. It, you can go to jail for a misdemeanor. That's why it's a. That's why it's a misdemeanor. I know, but I mean, I mean, if we're talking a day or five days in jail, like I mean, uh, you know, if it's not prison, okay, if it's just jail, I mean, I could probably. Okay, I could probably deal with that. This is this is why I can't take you anywhere. You know that, right? A hundred million dollars. You just said that you would run naked down the street for one million dollars. Okay, so no, a hundred million. Oh, a hundred million. That's right. It was me I'm that would do that it for a million. Cheap. I I am. Yes, correct. I am for for a million dollars. You want me to take a video of me running naked down the street? Pay up. Okay, I'll do it. Um, how, about, right. how about that? Not to do it. Two million not to do it. You. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can go to jail for that. I mean, that's fine. So anyway, listen, the the long and short of it is, and, and I'm going to be serious here for a moment. People have asked Griffin 
why mm-hmm. uh and and even members of our own community are are doing it right um there's a, there's a streaming platform out there called kick uh i know rev's done a little bit with them and a couple of other people are doing something with them i'm first of all i'm already overwhelmed i am way over my head just trying to figure out this entire world griffin and you know that firsthand because like i call you with dumb questions all the time i'm not i'm not interested in trying to bite off more than i can chew but i also uh, while I am publicly admitting that I have no morals when it comes to large sums of money, uh, the thing is, is that like Bubba, almost in a serious moment, uh, if there's not a hundred million dollars on the table, I'm going to do what I feel comfortable with, right? <laughs> I'm going to do what I feel comfortable with. I'm going to do what I, uh, what, what, what my moral compass is going to guide me to do. And some of the stuff that I have seen from, participants or actors uh from you know these other various platforms and services it's not attractive to me in any way shape or form i'm not ruling anything out i would never say never to anything but that is not a professional look for me and and a lot of what i try to do while it is goofy or or you know entertaining or or comical or silly or whatever um, we still try to maintain a professionalism about it. That doesn't mean it's always serious. It means it's a professional pr- presentation. It's a professional uh, product. Even if it's funny, silly, goofy, comedy-related, entertainment, that's fine, but it can still be a professional thing. And and that, to me, has always kind of been super, super important, um, even all the way well, back to my radio days. So it's important in the scopely talking Trek relationship that one of us is professional. Like I said, I will be professional. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I was trying Bubba Joe. Um, but listen, just to, to answer a lot of the questions. And obviously there was a ton of conversation last night, uh, about some of the craziness that went down in Las Vegas. That that's not of interest to me. It's just not. And that's not, uh, that gives me further, uh, good feelings about what I'm doing here, even if it costs a little bit more money, right? Even if it costs a little bit more, the audience is spectacular. We have built an amazing, amazing community here, and I'm not interested in going anywhere. Can I just put that out there? Is that is that what people needed to hear, Griffin? I am not That's interested. Fair. I am not interested in going anywhere, doing anything, or 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 putting anybody in a situation where they can't be home and comfortable with the community that we have built right here. And and that makes me happy and that makes me grateful. Um, it goes a lot to say what your why is and why we do things. And that's the morality of it. And there's no doubt in my mind that if you did something dumb for $100 million, you would be giving most of it away the next day. So <laughs> that that's, is that's true. the difference. I would probably, probably. Uh, I mean, I'd pay off a lot of debt and stuff like that. So uh, Bel Air says what what's happening. If you don't know about it, it won't even matter to you. But yesterday was just Yesterday was really crazy and scary for a lot of people, and I just want to let them know that uh, I support you, and I'm proud of you, and stay strong and do whatever it is that you need to do, and most importantly, stay safe and be careful, all right, uh, while you're traveling or while you're away from home or whatever it is uh, that that you um, <clears throat> just take care of yourself, okay? Um, and, and, and Griffin, we know a lot of people there. It's not just... 
uh, one person. I, I could probably name 10 people that I have conversation with on the regular on a regular basis that are in Las Vegas right now. And so just be careful um, if if you are involved in any of the mess that's going on out there right now. All right. And get back safe and get home safe. That is uh, that's the most important piece there. Thank you for reminding me to raise a shield. I will do that now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is uh, after the opening of, of kind of a weird show and on a shorter show because I've only got probably another hour and a half that I got to go. Um, Bubba Joe, did you receive your news? I do have news for you today. I'm sure I did. <laughs> good he's gonna read it without reading it first that's even uh more amazing ladies and gentlemen live from all across the world it is time for your stupid news headlines let's go stupid yes news. time for the news 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 news, news. 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 <laughs> A barbecue in Tennessee came to a premature end when a bear crashed the party and feasted on 10 burgers and a Diet Coke, which means which means even the bears have something in common with me in which they are dumb enough to eat a zillion calories worth of Oreo cookies and wash it down with a diet soda. <laughs> I only ate I only ate six more last night, Griffin. It was fine. Every oh, calorie counts. No, <laughs> in a new interview, I know, they were barely enough, too. I know, I get it. Uh, in a new interview, actress Julia Fox said that dating Kanye West was like having a second baby. Bubba, I don't feel like that's a super fair comparison. All right, one is loud, obnoxious, tough to be around for long periods of time, and the other is just a little baby. All right, that, but that's not a fair thing to say. God bless. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Ah, uh, Martin Scorsese's new film, Killers of the Flower Moon, hit theaters this past weekend. Has anybody seen it yet? It's got Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, rumor has it. He said it was actually a really tough project for him. Yeah. He says it was a hard, one of the hardest films he's ever worked on, mainly because he was forced to interact with a woman above the age of 25. All right. <laughs> The film also features legendary actor Robert De Niro, who was busy uh, in between takes changing a lot of diapers uh, and doing a lot of that these days. Um, besides his own, he's also got a baby to take care of as well. <laughs> a library in New York uh, got a package this past week, Bubba Joe, that recently arrived from the state of Virginia containing quite a large surprise. Yeah, an overdue book. First of all, how do they even track this? They got a package with an overdue book that had been checked out in 1933. Yes, 1933. It's absolutely amazing because like most things in New York, library probably just assumed it had been stolen. They never thought they were getting that back, but then it showed up. What, 90 years so later? The, the, 90 the years later. The premise of this joke is that a library of all places <laughs> is not keeping record books. <laughs> yes, I'll go with that. You get a, you get a drum. There you go. Uh, oh, and uh, lastly, everybody, before we jump into, into sports, 
a story that I wrote specifically for my brother and best friend, Bubba Joe. Wheel of Fortune fans recently slammed Pat Sajak for accepting the wrong answer on the legendary show. Uh, I thought for sure. I mean, I honest to God, I thought for sure that people didn't care about things like this anymore. But evidently, some folks take it super, super seriously. As a matter of fact, we have, I think, an audio clip from someone uh, that somebody grabbed from some heckler in the audience at the same time that Sajak accepted the incorrect solution. Do we have that? You, you have are wrong. Yes. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is... <laughs> oh, it's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. Bubba Joe, Did I'm sure you saw this episode. Were you one of the fans that have been vocal on the internet about him taking the wrong answer? Apparently no. it's no. Okay. You, you don't care. Do you, were you even awake for it? I don't care about wheel of fortune. That's because they're both Lies. King World productions. Doesn't mean he watches. Wheel Lies. Of he watches wheel of fortune. All right. It comes on right before jeopardy. Yeah. He is a jeopardy guy, but he knows, he knows what's going on in the wheel of fortune. DJs. Uh, of why would somebody with Bubba Joe's RNG be interested in a game on TV about <laughs> RNG? <laughs> That's hilarious. That probably, Absolutely true. Waffley says he doesn't care because it's not Jeopardy. All right, fine. I thought it was still great anyway, and Pat Sajak made a mistake, and Bubba Joe caught him. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> live with sports. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Let's head on over to the sports desk and see what's going on in the world of sports. Bubba Joe, what do you got going on here today in the worldwide world web of sports? Boards. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is reportedly interested in owning an NFL team when he retires from the game. Seems like a lot of fun. The owners, they have all the money, right? Sure. Uh, so there have been some suggestions, you know, that, you know, you know, could he own, could he own this team or could he own that team? Uh, but most people have come to the conclusion that he should go for the Denver Broncos because he absolutely owns them. Hey, he already owns them. Yes. <laughs> he already owns them. Yeah, you know, I think that's true. Bubba, tell me a little bit about that. Like the, the, the premise of the joke there is that he pretty much does own them already, right? Well, you know, uh, there's this stat in here about his regular season record, uh -huh. but uh, but you know, we really should be looking at his postseason record. So if if and when the Broncos ever get there again, we can see how he fares against. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is sports with Bubba Joe. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, buddy. That was uh, spectacular. That was uh, that was two whammies right there in one. And and by the way, I didn't even write the second whammy. I wrote a second whammy. He used his own whammy. Uh, that would have been three total said whammies against the Denver Broncos. It's so easy, isn't it, Bubba? Joe? Which is interesting because the game is you know press your luck and it's no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Oh, I don't think that one landed. I don't think that one landed. Sorry. What? Sorry. Sorry. Oh. It's just because people here aren't old like me. I know the show, but it's still not the premise. Uh, oh, sorry. We're out of time, Bubba. All right, let's oh, move on. Man. <laughs> they want, no, you don't want whammies on that show. What I know. are you talking about? I know. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't want the whammies, but we just gave you three solid, solid deliveries, okay? 
Uh, yeah, I know. Triple Tom says you can't end like that. Unfortunately, that's all we got. Unless Bubba Joe has something else, I, that's, that's it. That's all we got. See, he should have just stopped with the news. Instead, he tried to write his own whammy joke, and then that just brought it all down. All right. Uh, it, you can it, never have too many whammy jokes. I'd like to apologize to everybody for giving DJ my sound effect library. You I realize now it was a mistake. <laughs> you gave me all these buttons, all right? And I don't want to hear it because last night you were hitting buttons like crazy. There were a lot of buttons you were pressing last night. Speaking of, all right, uh, let me let me recap a little bit about what we talked about last night. Uh, very quickly, before we get into starting to prepare for this arc, we've got a couple of promotional things. Real quick, I do want to remind you guys about what's going on with the Christmas Angel Project. Uh, that is right over... Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, if you're on screen, it's right up there. But uh, the Christmas Angel Fund is off to a remarkable, remarkable start, Griffin. Uh, we had set our goal for $12,000. We are at 15800 So at the push of uh griffin and arian both we've raised the goal to twenty thousand dollars and still trader we're we're barely four thousand dollars away from that i feel like we're gonna knock that out we probably should have gone higher um but you guys are incredible thank you so very much the everything that you guys have been doing and giving yeah! is amazing when is the deadline galvanox that's just it we still have over a month to go um for those of you who have missed some of the stuff that's going on, all right, let me just tell you that uh, I have not publicly revealed the the benefactors yet, except I did kind of hint to it the other night on Twitch as to who we were going to be working with, Griffin, and I'll go ahead and tell everybody. Trader, I think you were there for this as well. Um, we have continued to grow this project uh, mm -hmm. every single year, and this year... We are adopting an entire floor of children at a children's hospital. Now, Dragon Keeper says raising a goal after the goal is met is a bad thing. And ordinarily, I agree with you. I, I don't really like doing that. But, dude, we, we hit the goal in 16 days. It was a 60-day goal, and we hit it in 16 days. And I, mean, I agree, but I would argue that we are still in preseason because we have not even announced exactly where this money is going at that no, point. No, we nor, haven't. Nor have, we, nor have you seen the first video about who it's going to affect. So we're still so early in that we can't, we can't have surpassed a goal before we actually start at the promotion. That's the thing. That, and, and that's fair. And, and you know what? Again, Dragon Keeper, if it, was, if it was something for personal gain, I'd totally be fine there. Um, and or listen, we, we could do that. I could put the number back down and just let people continue to go. Like maybe maybe that is a smarter idea, Dragon Keeper, like leaving the goal at 12,000, but just telling everybody what it is and seeing how far we could go with it. That might be great um, because I, I will tell you guys now we <laughs> with the extra that we've already done, we are now on our way to adopting a second floor of children all right not so i mean isn't it that's crazy to me like I mean, we were trying to adopt one whole floor of children all right and and we could do that with the goal now that you guys are are going even further beyond that maybe maybe dragon's right maybe we put the goal back to what it what it was and just let you guys know that like listen at this point now it's just more children all right and and this is actually at a children's miracle network 
hospital. And, um, and, and let me just tell you, we have started to, you know, work on the administrative stuff of this and, and get things organized, Griffin. Um, as a matter of fact, let me just tell you the, the emails that we're getting back and forth from this hospital, which I'm not ready to tell you guys about yet. Cause again, we haven't even really started everything with the promotion and all this stuff. Like, and, and we're going to be there. This is what's different this year. Uh, we're going to be there. We're going to go. We're going to work with this hospital. We're going to see these families. We're going to talk to these children. You guys will get to hear that and see that. And then we're going back a second time to actually deliver Christmas. That's right. You announced all of these details on our Twitch stream on the 18th. And what all really started it off is what happened with our uh, community member, Gruffud, and what he decided to do with his grand prize. If you guys missed that Twitch stream, there is a uh, YouTube video up and you can re-experience the magic of what happened a couple of nights ago. But I'm just so excited to see what how this is going to turn out this year, DJs. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely me. What did Gruffud do? So Gruffa. Uh, not to take anything away from the uh, from the YouTube video, because you guys, you have to hear it, all right, to, to really feel everything that happened. But you guys know that we were giving away $2,000 with our, our Partner Plus promotional giveaway that we ran for July, August, and September. We were giving away $2,000. Uh, we gave away $100 to 10 players, and then we gave one player, our grand prize winner, um, the $1,000 giveaway. Gruffa was the winner. And he put it all back into the Christmas Angel Fund. Um, and that started just a snowball. Just It started a snowball of, of giving the other night uh, to the point where now you guys see we're at almost $16,000 of an original $12,000 goal. And, and because of that, and because we have so much time left, we may be able to sponsor a second floor of a major metropolitan children's hospital. Let me tell you right now that, and, and by the way, this hospital, taking it very seriously. It's not just, hey, okay, cool, write us a check. They are, Griffin, they are working with us. They want to work with us on the production. They want to work with us on the families every step of the way. I have already been in touch with the director of development for this hospital uh, in the way that they work uh, their programs. Uh, director of development, and uh, let's see, here's the other one, the two people I've been talking to the most. Um, director, foundation relations. Uh, so the, what did I read? What was the first one? Director of development and the director of foundation relations were working with this hospital's arm of the children's miracle network and they're making it a really really big deal and um and we had committed to to taking care of christmas for one floor of children guys we're going to end up doing two or three floors of children and and, and yes we will it's incredible what we're going to be able to do uh with them because there's radio and television productions and and it, oh, 
I, I am so excited to tell you guys more about it. We will have more to share with you guys soon. If you feel so motivated to give, you can uh, do it on Twitch with the catnip jar. 100% of contributions are going into the catnip jar, are going to the Christmas Angel Fund. If you're listening in podcast, you can come into our Discord and do slash PayPal slash Venmo. Or if you just want to visit our website. All right, literally, doesn't matter what form you use because all of the cash donations just put, they're all going to the, to the Christmas angel fund just put a note in there with your name your server and that it's for the christmas angel fund and we'll get those in there all right i know sora as americans use anything but the metric system now we're measuring children by floor all right it's a quantifiable measurement now <laughs> all right yeah it's a quantifiable measurement we're gonna get two floors of children all right um but no it's just incredible what this community is capable of doing and uh, and I'm really, really excited to bring you guys the footage because we're going to be there. We're going to be there with these kids. And I'm very excited about it. I'm super excited about it. Um, we've got some guests that will be joining us. Griffin will be coming. Trader, I think you said that you were coming. I'm still working on Bubba Joe. Um, a uh, Arian says she's going to come down, which makes sense, Trader, because she coordinates the entire thing. Uh, I, I was getting emails from people with such fancy titles, Trader. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to loop in. Uh, I'm going to loop in Arian. She's our project director. Uh, <laughs> I had I had to sound like we knew what we were doing here, Trader. Okay, uh, I had to sound like we knew what we were doing. Um, so yeah, Arian is our project coordinator and uh, or project director rather, and I, so I looped her in on the email. Uh, we were getting a little bit of a of a chuckle out of that because like yeah, we're it's like we're dealing with the big kids now. <laughs> right yeah the, you're right galby the project director is the adult in the room 1000 percent in arian's case all right 1000 percent. So, not you what is your job title mine is the director of excuses and passing blame uh i am the director of shenanigans and ridiculousness so yeah, <laughs> i mean right there we go <laughs> so anyway it, it's really really exciting and uh, i'm really excited to share more details with you guys and uh trader our next um, our next meeting with all of these people is actually tomorrow and, and Ooh. hopefully everything will be done tomorrow so that we can actually now begin the production Griffin and, and come out and, and tell these fine people. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? I hit a button. I hit a button. I hit a button. Don't do that. Sorry. I hit a button on my desk. Oh, you're going up, going yeah, up. Yeah, sorry, floor, I didn't lingerie. mean to do that. Well, no, I was moving. I was moving the Smurf last night. Papa Smurf sent Oliver DJ some mail, and it had little Smurf figurines in it. And I was moving it, and I bumped, uh, bumped something. So, anyway, uh, yes, fun, fun stuff. Okay. Uh, that being said, that was happening on Twitch last night, as was, uh, or over the last couple of nights, as was some of the news that's uh, come out of TwitchCon. And let me just ask real quick, okay? Let me just ask if this is something of interest to you because, Bubba, you and I improvised something very quickly last night. Griffin, you were there as well. And this was something that was just announced at TwitchCon now only three days ago. And when I, logged into, when I logged into my Twitch panel, I learned that I was among the lucky few, I say lucky few, uh, that were apparently looped into a beta. Uh, called Stream Together. Now, what this would do for the podcast is nothing, really, because you're still listening and it's still a radio show. But you know that we've recently begun the simulcast. The timing actually couldn't be better 
because what this would allow us to do is to actually not only have the visual assets that you guys see if you're watching the VOD and watching uh, on stream, like you're watching on, on YouTube or Twitch, but we would have the capability of piping in video from Ripper, like we did last night, from Griffin, from Bubba Joe. We had uh, Scribbler on the show, Miss Shauna Benson last night. So it was actually really kind of a cool thing. And I started kind of wondering if that was something that would be good for the VOD replay of the podcast is like, for example, when Bubba Joe is presenting a point or talking, like you guys can see him instead of staring at me picking my nose, right? Galby says that sounds awesome. Well, Bubba Joe probably might need a little bit of encouragement. Bubba, you did come on. You tested it with us last night. We've got some technological things we got to work out. Is that something that's cool, though? Do you want to turn this show into not just a radio show, but like also a television show? Well, DJs, I will tell you of the top 10 podcasts in the United States, according to iHeartMedia, eight of the top 10 podcasts have started video on demand simulcasts within the last year. So yo, Bubba, listen, maybe what if, what if we had an opportunity at a hundred million dollars? Would you do it then? Would you do it then? Do I get all of the hundred million dollars? Well, no, obviously, you know, 98 million, I'm going to go to expenses, Uh, but (laughs) it's going to be going to be expenses. Sores, I promised I wasn't going to push the VOD from last night because there was a lot of shenanigans last night. So no VOD from last night. Either that or or uh, Griffin can can clean it I, up. I can do a condensed version of it, just the beta testing of that portion. That that's Yeah, just clip it. Doable. Just to, yeah, the beginning and the end, and maybe we could put that piece up. But there was a we were on we hung out together last night. It was not even a real I mean, it was a real stream, but we didn't do anything in the game. We hung out for almost what was it, five and a half hours. Uh, just mm-hmm. talking and, and the topics ranged from you know, this to that. It was all kinds of craziness. And, uh, and we don't need to post all that. <laughs> there was some stuff that probably doesn't need to be on the internet forever. Uh, so Bubba, we, we can talk about this a little bit more later because obviously we always started, it was always a radio show, but, um, aside from the technical glitches last night, is this not a cool concept for, for what we could do with our show? Is that something that, that you feel like could be good for this show? Because I felt like it was—it's a neat feature that Twitch came out with. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm get thinking. <laughs> Don't put him on the spot, DJ. Okay, no, but, I, I wasn't. Uh, I know. actually was just asking for commentary. All right. If you are asking me if I think that there is value in it for this game, I think that there is the potential for value um, for this show uh, in support of the things that we want to do. Um, but my answer has not changed from last night, nor is it going to what I didn't even know you gave an it. Oh no. So we can, we can, we'll have uh we'll use one of your, your memes. We'll use one of your memes and pop it up into frame, uh, of which we're also going to draw, uh, your favorite memes today, Bubba Joe. All right. The Bubba Joe meme contest. We're finally putting a pin in that. Uh, we're going to draw three winners today. From that, I know you guys are very, very excited. I have the results in a super secret sealed envelope. No, it's not random. Uh, They were judged, and I have the results, and I'm going to announce those winners today, and we're going to award them packs. So very, very excited about that, and we'll be sharing those memes with you a little bit later today. Um, That being said, there's a lot of potential in this show. We are 100%, just like I kind of talked about at the beginning, we are committed to doing it the way we want. 
And that includes all of our panel and includes all of our family and what their comfort level is. It took years for us to open the camera. Um, and then we did. And, and even then, there was concerns and there's safety and there's privacy and, and this and that. So, um, you know, and we all have careers. We all have day, day jobs and, and all that stuff. So we will continue to evolve our content and provide you the latest and the cutting edge and technology that we're able to do and are willing to do within the confines of our family. And, and I do mean it that way. This is not a job. It's not a business. It's not a, you know, this, this honest to God is one of the best ventures that I've ever been a part of, Bubba, because it was started out of mutual interest and it's just friends. We're just friends hanging out and, and talking about video games and things that are interesting. And while we're going along, we can add some features that make it look cool or whatever. Yeah, passion project, Scaly Back. That's it. But that being said, this is the truest form of like, you know, the mommy and daddy controversy, Bubba Joe. If mommy says no and daddy says yes, the answer is still no, right? And, and we will always... Uh, we will always have that mentality here because I want everybody to be cool and comfortable. And just like we were talking about at the beginning with, with TwitchCon, everybody needs to feel safe and be happy and willing to be here. So, um, hey, DJ, yeah, I just want to I just want to correct you. If mom says no, it doesn't matter what dad says. If dad says no, mom can overrule him. That's how it's always worked in my She's got you there, DJ. Okay. <laughs> so if mommy says yes, the answer <laughs> is still yes. So now wait yes. a second. So wait, who's mommy? Is, is, is Bubba Joe mommy or are you mommy? Or do we have two moms? Because I, I am not ready or interested in contradicting Bubba Joe on this. Uh, <laughs> I... I think that would that would end poorly. I always assumed I always assumed Arian was mommy. So wait, if Arian tells you to do it, you'll do it? No. <laughs> I'm confused. I am. This yeah, is all I, you this just got really really complicated. Okay. I don't know what to say. Yeah, about. wait a second. If 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 Arian is mom and mom tells you what to do, what are you going to do? You're going to risk getting grounded? You're going to get grounded, Baba Joe? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I should be mom. Oh, nobody wants that. DJ, I, I, I don't think household. you understand. Strict I don't think household. you understand my resolve. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, I do understand your resolve. Um, so, so you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a, a story with you very please. quickly because you know because we're completely off the rails already. Sure, why not? When I was a child, uh, well, I I am a relatively picky eater e even to this day. There are things I don't want to eat. As a child, those are things that my dad liked, and so my mom would make those things and put them in different dishes, whether it was meatloaf or sloppy joes or whatever. It was usually vegetables. Love meatloaf, man. It's good. Same. And one time I finally had enough and said, I'm not going to eat this. And the discussion was, no, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And, <laughs> and to me, the resolution was, well, if I'm not actually at home, I can't be forced to eat something I don't want. You ran away from home because of vegetables, dude? I ran away from home. Not only did I run away from home, <laughs> I probably traversed about eight or nine miles across major arterials. Um, <laughs> I was, I think, How eight. old were you? Eight years old. 
Bubba Joe, eight years old, skipped out over a salad. You got it, Rogue Maya. He's uh, he's Amazing. out. All right. Did you pack underwear, though? Because it doesn't count unless you actually pack your underwear in your clothes. Did you pack clothing? Did you take a bag? I did not pack clothing. Did you Did you take a bag? Well, it's okay. It might not have been clothing, but did you have a bag of stuff you couldn't do without? Like maybe your favorite stuffed animal, your favorite oh, toy? Oh, of course or something? I had a bag. I had all my yes. school books. I can't live without those. Wait, what? What did you say? School books. I took all my school books. I love you, Bubba. School books. Yeah. Does that surprise you in any way? Uh, <laughs> that surprise no one. No, that does not surprise me in the least, Bubba. Why? The school books? That's yes. what you couldn't live without? Was Correct. Because I was planning to go to school the next day. Exactly. Of course he was. Of course he was. <laughs> but not <Bubba>. home. <laughs> You know what I did with my school books? I burned them. I burned them. Yes. So excited about that. I just took them and I burned them. Welcome to the stage, Rip. Appreciate you being here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, not that anybody needs any introduction, but uh, Ripper is here. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? Welcome into the show. How are you today? You were up late last night, this morning, slash... What did you eat for breakfast? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no we haven't slept yet. Um, <laughs> haven't slept yet. He was up until like 7 a.m. his time. Formula One is on right now. We have to sort of watch that. Nice. Okay, yeah, Formula One. Uh, of course, you guys have heard Bubba Joe is here. Did Bubba finish his story? I don't think there was a finish to that story. I was so stubborn about salad that I ran away from home. That That's literally all that that's it. There's nothing that's else. That's the story. That's yes, the story. That okay. the story. And he lived <laughs> My happily resolution ever is after. Fairly absolute. Yeah, yeah. He he can he can hang in there. Just like his his lost uh, what is it sunk cost fallacy. He refuses yet to give up this game because of of he's stubborn. All right, like myself. This is why Bubba and I get along so well, and it's also why we viciously fight because we're both very stubborn. Trader is here. What's up, Trader? How you doing? <laughs> I was better until somebody told me that nobody wanted me to be in charge around here. Now I'm sad. No, no, that's not why I said that. Why I said that is that this would be a, kind of a different place. Like, I imagine you would rule with an iron fist. There would not be democracy. There would not be Bubba Joe running out on his salad. It would be it Trader with a yardstick and, and a shoe that she flings across the room if anybody disobeys. In, right. in fairness, we probably need like a COO or something that isn't you or me. Pick me. <laughs> I am. I. Traitor. What? You're in charge. <laughs> I'm terrified now. I said that with fear in my voice. Can you guys hear me trembling? All right. There you did. You went and did it, Bubba Joe. Yeah. You went and did it. Trader's in charge now. All right. Lord help us all. And now, Bubba Joe, guess what? You just signed your own video certificate. She's going to make sure that you are now on screen. The moral of the story is, <laughs> is that if there is no force on earth that will get me to do things I don't want to do, that means that if push comes to shove, I will leave. No, you won't. Well, let's all sit down at the mediation table for just a moment. And really, the question, Bubba Joe, is what anime's character do you want? 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. What? Wait, no, I can't do animes. I'd have to get another camera. No, he can do animes for himself. Oh, that would work. Yeah, it we could work. Yeah, we could do something like that. All right, we'll, we'll mess with it later. We don't need to talk about that right now. And by the way, no, Trader is lovable and amazing. And I would love to spend as much time with her as possible. I also have seen That's Trader so cool. angry. And I have also seen Trader on a mission. And you guys may not have seen that. But let me just tell you, Trader on a mission, I mean, you don't want to be sitting across the table from Trader on a mission. Can I just say? I'm not. I'm not intimidated one bit. Okay, in all fairness, and Trader knows it. No, you know what, Trader? Ripper did pull up his britches that one day and and have that staring contest with you, and I was impressed. I was impressed at how long he held in. Now, he still lost, okay? He still lost, but I was impressed with his... Eating a steak while doing it. <laughs> and I don't know why you think that that's an excuse. It was a, it was a scary moment, Bubba. You saw this moment. I was slightly terrified. I was. Sli- why were you terrified? Because there was great degrees of intensity coming from the both of you. Okay, like Trader wasn't going to lose. Trader doesn't. She don't lose. All right, and and you don't lose. So it was. Listen, Trader and I sort of we we are sort of like siblings. Yes, he's my brother from another mother. I like yeah. that. I like that. Well, it's a brother sister fight thing. We can all relate to that. Yeah, we we certainly can. So uh, there's that, and then uh, of course Griffin uh, sitting behind stage. He's like the the uh, reality TV producer. He's just sitting back there, like, okay, this is good. This is good. Make sure we get that. Hey, B film, B roll over there. Can you get this angle? Hey, you, That's go right. capture that right there. You, I want Flip you it. to go tell. I want you to go tell Trader that Ripper said that she can't beat him, and then I want you to go tell. Ripper, the traitor's talking smack, and let's see what happens. All right. So he's <laughs> Jeff Probes? That's exactly That's that exactly is, right. That is Griffin. Griffin is puppet master over here. All right. <laughs> he's the chief cat herder, if you will. Guys, uh, I do appreciate everybody uh, hanging out. It's time for a commercial break. Uh, and that, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it really actually probably is. Uh, that being said, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I just accidentally clicked something. Where'd it go? If only you put a clock in your studio, you would know if it were time for anything. I clicked something and I don't know what it's doing. Okay. No, that's no, fine. Think- uh, no, it's fine. Uh, anyway, listen, we do we do actually have a shorter period of time today because Oliver's got baseball practice tonight. Um, however, after we've talked about all the goofy stuff, all right, um, I would like to to get into the game a little bit. Uh, Falcon says, I wanted Trader in charge. Okay, well, there you go. All right, uh, that's that's happened now. All right, Rand Susie, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, Bubba Joe, I the think... The question is, what is it? What is what? You're on it. I want to know what it is. But it's it. It, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Uh, the, the content. That we had planned. Oh, content. Content, yeah. I thought maybe we were talking about some sort of uh, narcotic or something. Uh, could be. Well, well it's um, what we needed to get through the month. All right. Now, uh, oh boy. joking aside, joking aside, let me, let me just. Yes. All right. Let me be serious for a moment. 
there were positive things. Bubba Joe and I started col- collecting our notes here about a week or so ago, okay? And, and, and we talked about, no, Joker. Joker's like, listen, I was having much more fun time on the show with you guys not talking about Star Trek at all. I feel like we've done a lot of non-Star Trek content this month, Trader. Griffin, uh, Bubba, am I wrong? Like, I feel like we've done more. You're, you're not wrong. I feel you like we've done not wrong. We've done more content that was not STFC related this month. Uh, and that wasn't really intended, but golly, there just wasn't much to talk about. I, I, and I know that there was, but even if you look at the new feature, the G5 Armadas, okay, there's not a whole lot to talk about there. Armadas are Armadas, especially these form. They use the same currency. They have the same credits. They pay the same stuff. You can come in. We talked about the chest one day. That's about the only thing different. These things are just an expansion. They're a step up and um, the same strategies, the same crews, the same everything still works. All right. There's nothing new to teach people about these, about these things. Okay. Uh, Galvi says this month didn't feel like a lower decks arc to me. I still enjoy the missions. Here was the problem. I felt like the missions were a little bit shorter. Bubba, I know you love lower deck missions. All right. Is it just me or did they actually feel, I know you said this last month that you weren't as satisfied with the missions as you have been in the past. And I was pretty happy last month, but this month I do feel like I'm still missing something this month. Well, I'll I'll say that uh, they, they did feel, I think you're right that they did feel a little bit shorter. Yeah. But for me, they felt more like, a lower decks episode. Sure, they were great. I just wanted more. <laughs> I wanted more, you know. But I don't think we got less than we normally get. Is that it? I mean, were the missions shorter? I think they were. I mean, we didn't have one. I don't think we had. Did we have a ten parter? I think there were a bunch of five parters. Is what we had. Well, I don't know. It, it you know, and listen, in a lower decks month, I know that people are going to say this doesn't matter djs but it kind of does especially for the narrative guys bubba joe's a narrative guy i am also a narrative guy and you this is not a secret you guys have known for four years that i read the missions i read them all to me they are an extension of the show they are an episode or a novelization or a story that goes with what we're doing in the game i have always read them and i enjoyed them this month but for the first time in Lower Decks, I think I felt less satisfied. And it wasn't because of the quality of the story. It was because I needed more. I had I was I was trying to get my fix, Bubba Joe. I was trying to get a fix. Well, I think that was because there was so little else that was going on. Is that it? I, that makes total sense. Makes total yeah, sense. No, that makes that you, makes sense. I mean, they 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 I mean how much effort they put into this month is like respect. I mean, you know, even copying an avatar and selling one as epic and the other as uncommon. Oh, Identical wait, really? graphic. Did that happen? Just different zoom level. <laughs> wait, which one? Which one are we talking about? Show me which one. Because uh, I didn't even I didn't even know that. Shax has two different avatars, yeah. but one's epic and one's uncommon. And the only difference is this: the other one is zoomed in. All right, I'm looking. All right, so there's there's uh, here. Let me see if I can. If I can uh, take a look here. All right. So I've got. I'm looking to see. Quite, apparently, quite I've only amazing. got one. On, oh, wait. Oh, gosh. There it is. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So this one and 
and this one here. I see what you're talking about. I don't have both of them unlocked because apparently I'm a slacker. Yeah, I'll put these in the, the exact same thing. Just one is more zoomed in. I'll put this in the graphics room for you guys to see. Um, and this is what Ripper's talking about. These were actually sold as two different avatars. And, you know, crazy enough, they don't even. Yeah. It, it, wow. They are the exact same thing, Bubba. Yep. They're the exact same thing. I didn't even notice that. But like as as you can see, I didn't I didn't have one unlocked, so I probably wouldn't have noticed. Um so oh wait, what's happening? Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. I forgot this is what uh Griffin and I were tinkering with last night. Sorry about that, guys. Uh I put them in the graphics room and I'll I'll show you again here real quick. Right, there's one of them, and here's the other one. All right, we'll move moving on quickly. Yeah, sorry about that. So yeah, a copy a copy paste thing. You know, again. This just comes down to, Bubba, we don't know what their capacities are, what they're working on, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating when, when, I I have to be careful here, Bubba, because I have called people out before for saying things like this. We need to take a month off so we can work on stuff. Now, yep. when we have a month that is really really slow i feel like we're a little hypocritical because well, but but okay but the, so let's <laughs> let me let me debunk this because i hate it when people bring this up i know it's the stupidest thing ever so let's talk about this for just a second please dj you understand how scopely divides its labor yes i do if they were to take all of their live ops people and say you don't have to do De- development of an arc for a month. Do you think that helps solve any bugs any faster? If they were to take no. all those people and say, you do not have to design an arc, what would happen? Cruzito, I'm with you. That's kind of what I'm saying. And for the record, for the record, I was not disinterested by events this month. I do think they were a little light, okay? But the events weren't my sore spot, Bubba Joe. It is indeed the feature from game design. And and I'm not even saying that it's bad. It was just light. Okay. Oh, see, I I disagree. Like, I think that the feature that we got from game design is exactly what I would have expected to get from game design. I felt that the events were slacking significantly. I don't think that that is the definition that I would use. I do think that it was a light calendar, and we've had a light calendar. Um who was was it Bart who did uh, the last arc? Uh, his last arc was not the one before, but the one before that, right? We had Mauricio, I think, last month. Um, I, I don't recall exactly, but I'm pretty sure um, that Bart's last month, we said the same thing, that it was really, it was a little bit lighter, but he also had new and creative events. You could tell he spent more time on the events that he wrote because they were new and fresh, okay? So I don't think the events were bad, Bubba Joe. I do think they were a little bit light with the calendar, okay? I I don't disagree there. But I, like we did with Bart's calendar, I found a slight bit of refreshing creativity in some of these events. Like the Gold Rush event, I, I, like I said, I was not opposed to that. Now, again, 
I know there was a lot of gnashing of teeth, and if there's a mathematical component that needs to be looked at there, I'm totally willing to do that. I mean, I'm not blindly defending it, but I felt like that was a very good event, and there was a lot of planning and time that went into that, and it also served a really important purpose in the grand scheme of the month. As, as a matter of fact, Bubba, this is something I think deserves conversation when we talk about sourcing, because I have fears. I also have respect and understanding for their business model, but I am frightened by what we saw this month. And I'm curious if anybody else feels that way. Is anybody else worried about what we saw this month with regards to Ta'ana sourcing? Because I, I feel like this was a test and I feel like why would you we, think this is a test? I feel like we fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Why do you think this is a test, honestly? Because we've we've alluded to this fact, uh, or or to this theory, Bubba, about FOMO driving sales. We've also seen them come out before and literally openly say, "Hey, the Cerritos didn't sell. We told you about a path. The Cerritos didn't sell." Trader, do you remember us talking about this early on? We said, man, I hope this doesn't bite us in the butt. And then they came I, out and said, this mm -hmm. bit us in the butt. Yep, I remember. And it was months. I clearly remember. It was months before they tried it again. And even when they tried it again, it still wasn't wildly successful. What happened this month? I'm just going to. I'm just going to lay out my observation of what I saw this month with regards to Ta'ana, okay? What I saw, and by the way, I'm not criticizing, okay? Let me be clear. I'm going to objectively explain what I saw, and then, Bubba, I'll tell you why I think that I saw it, and then I'd love to hear your reaction, okay? And, Cruzito, right. that, no, that's exactly, you're going to hear me say this right here now, all right? This month was from a business perspective, Bubba Joe, this month was brilliant. From a, from a model of incentivizing spend, whether it's happy spend or angry spend. Okay? They solicited both forms of spending this month. Happy spend when it came to things like the whip, all right? And angry spend when it came to things like Ta'ana and Shacks. Because week one saw this crazy milestone, and it had the gotcha tokens, and it wasn't a guaranteed unlock, right? We saw all that, which, by the way, guaranteed unlock is something relatively new. It's not something that we, we have become accustomed to that over the last three to four months. But for the last four years in this game, hasn't been that way. And that's probably something that Cruzito was talking about. Like, I, I got a history lesson this past week, Bubba Joe. And so I want to go back and, and look at a few things and remind us of how some things have been. So we had these tokens in the beginning. And, and even if, even if the tokens were intended, which I don't expect that they were, you know, Bubba, with that, now that the month's over, we can pretty much say, they were given twice as many tokens as what were truly intended as a guarantee. Right? Can everybody, does everybody know what we're talking about now? Months over, nothing really yes. they can do. Okay. The number of Dr. Ta'ana tokens that they were granting in 
the med- the senior medical recruit chest was twice as many on a guarantee as what was intended. Okay? Yes, Count DeVille. Everybody was getting 200 guaranteed. It was only supposed to be 100. Okay? So, mm. yeah. that That is what we were talking about at the beginning. There was a chance for a second one, which I did actually admire, Bubba Joe. Truth be told, at the beginning of the month when I saw that, because remember, it used to only be just 100. Right? Like, that was it. At least this month, they offered an opportunity at a second 100. They offered you the chance to double up on your tokens. They, the coding got messed up. It ended up being a guarantee. So let me just tell you, folks. You guys thought that the sourcing was bad this month? <laughs> or the cost of Ta'ana with the buying of the tokens? Right. And then getting those hundred shards, Bubba Joe, you know, because some people have praised that in the past, right? Buying so many packs or getting so many tokens gets you those hundred shards. Guys, I don't think anybody praised that in the past other than having the guarantee. That's what I'm talking about. The guarantee part of it, like whatever you accomplish so much, spend so much and you get a hundred shards. And what we've talked about in the past with like Gold Ducat was not even like a $400 investment gets you tier one, which is typical. It was a $600 investment gets you tier two, all but guaranteed. All right. If you were doing it straight up with cash. Except that it didn't. And we talked about that when it launched. Well, it did kind of end up being that because the tokens ended up getting doubled up. All right, it ended up being cheaper than what they had expected it to be. And that is concerning to me, right? That means that if they correct this, it will be harder and more expensive in future months. But not only that, there was a communication aspect of this, Bubba Joe. Now, I did come out on record and state publicly that I believed that the uh, Gold Rush event was purely reactionary. I believe that that event, Bubba Joe, was quickly created and launched in order to bring players closer to the number of Dr. Ta'ana tokens and therefore hopefully incentivize players to spend a little bit more to finish it off. Especially if you skipped week one. Same thing with the uh, Syndicate Advancement event. That was almost double dipping, Bubba Joe. They offered the Syndicate Advancement event, which did have higher milestones at the top end. Lower milestones at the bottom end, by the way, which is a good thing. Thank you for that. That was corrected for some of you free-to-play. All right, But the Syndicate Advancement event contained more senior medical recruit tokens. So, Bubba, you would be tempted to spend on Syndicate or spend your multiphasics if you had them. Then you earn more senior medical recruit tokens to earn more Dr. Ta'ana tokens. And Bubba, I told you, and I'm prepared to admit it because I'm not the only person, Triple Tom says, they got me with it, DJ. I ended up 200 tokens short. I bought a pack to get the 100 shards. Bubba Joe, I messaged you yesterday and said, talk me off a ledge. Talk me off a ledge because I'm ready to spend money even though I don't feel like Dr. Ta'ana serves me purpose here today. I said that spending $100 
is guaranteeing me tier two. And for the record, guys, I skipped week one. Now, Bubba, if I made it all the way to the end of the month, spent no materials, and then ended up spending $100 to get tier two of an epic, regardless of the officer's capabilities, which are not good right now, that, to me, was a temptation that I could not resist. I spent the money, and now I have a tier two to Ana. Bubba, there was a couple of reasons why we talked about that. One of the one of the reasons you said, listen, don't be ashamed about that, because they can't leave PvP in the current state. They can't. Yep. Correct. They can. Well they cannot. And they will. <laughs> sure they can. Ripper. Ripper. If they leave get PvP in the current state, the game dies. And the game dies because as much as I am loath to admit it, PvP drives spending. And so if they leave True. PvP in a state that does not encourage spending, which it does not currently, then the game dies. Well, I'm not sure I agree with that. I agree that PvP encourages spending, but is this not the most raw and truest form of it? Is just spend thousands of dollars on the officer that is the next dagger to the heart, and if you don't but, have it, then you're done? But... So, a lot of the people who enjoy PvP enjoy want there to be strategy in the PvP. Most of the people that enjoy PvP hated the strike teams because it removed the strategy. This is just the next form of removing the strategy. They have to bring the strategy back, otherwise PvP dies. And if PvP dies, the spending for this game drops significantly, which leads to the end of the game. Well, and we're and I feel like we talked about this on a previous show, I feel like we're seeing some of that. I feel like we're seeing some of the result of them running out of ways to, I say running out of good ways to monetize the game because we're seeing a lot of bad monetization right now. Okay. I think a part of that is that G6 isn't here. I think a lot of that is that a lot of players in G5 are, are done or, or cruising, right? Bubba, you're done. There's literally nothing else you can spend on. You told me this past weekend that you weren't sure that you were able to finish the solo milestone for Shaxx this past weekend. Were you able to do it? I haven't yet. <laughs> he is done, guys. He's at the end of the road. All right. So I think that is affecting... Time to buy another G5 Epic. I think that is affecting Scopely a lot more than what we have discussed or are willing to admit. Players like Bubba, other whales who do buy anything and everything, there's nothing left to buy. They literally have it all. Now, Wolfwood, that's not where I'm driving, so please don't, don't be disrespectful. My point is they have not kept up with development to a point where they can properly and effectively monetize stuff. So that's why we're getting all this crap, emergency, bad form of monetization because they have nothing left to sell. Okay? There's nothing left. And while that is the case, we're going to get more dangerous forms of monetization. That brings me back to the officer sourcing. Bubba Joe, 
there ended so up being let's, a free-to-play path. Let's talk about the officer sourcing. Yeah, right? there, there was a free-to-play path. Correct. It wasn't. There was a free-to-play path. Yes, and it wasn't transparent. It wasn't communicated. Does that does that negate the fact that there was, in fact, a free-to-play path? I have to be objective and say, despite the fact that I would have liked to have known about it, the fact that it was available is, is what I asked for. Now, of course, we always ask for better communication. I'm not going to fault that. I could still say communication is what maybe cost this month a lot of sentiment. But the Ark Runner created a free-to-play path towards Epic to Honor this month without spending a single dime of actual cash. If, if you had the materials. Okay? All right. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say that they couldn't do it, that it was too expensive or this or that. All right. And Cruzito is kind of saying, listen, I don't know that they need to talk about the free-to-play path. Isn't that part of the fun, figuring out the puzzle? The only thing well, Cruzito isn't 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 the idea of being the free to play and trying to maximize everything in the game isn't part of that planning maximizing everything in the game. Yeah, but we've also acknowledged you can't maximize everything. You have to plan properly, and it helps to know what that roadmap looks like. Okay, but okay, but but the difference is is that you're saying that for a free to play, they have to pick and choose which month, not which event, but they have to pick and choose which month. We're not going to have that kind of a roadmap. Scopely has never wanted to communicate anything more than very basic fundamentals of here's a list of features that might be coming out in the next three months. Yeah. Right. So I, I, you're right. A free to play cannot compete in every material spend event. They have to prioritize which which officers and material spend sourcing they want to engage in. But if they engaged in it. And they had a path to this officer. I know. And if they didn't engage with it, then they weren't going to, then they didn't prior, then they didn't think the officer was important and therefore didn't matter. Right. So Fair I, point. I'm not, I don't think that they have to tell you. I'd, I would love for Scopely to come out and say that there will be a free to play path for every officer that gets released in the game moving forward. We're not going to tell you about it. We're not going to tell you what it is. We're, sometimes it's going to be a meta. Sometimes it's going to be a material spend. Sometimes it's going to be a combination of all of those things. But we're not going to tell you what it is. But we are going to make sure that it is available. Now, then you may say, you may say as a player, I can't do that material spend, so it wasn't free to play. But that's not, that's not on. Are you guys characterizing a an auction as a free to pay path? No, no, I'm characterizing a material spend SMS as a free to play path. Okay, well, the SMS, which one of those had to on? Week one. Week one had the Dr. Ta'ana recruit tokens. And by the way, uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of this in chat, and, and this is also worth talking about. It was tight, but the elite could do it. CA Space says Syndicate wasn't doable free to play. Guess what? You didn't need all four milestones of Syndicate, did you? We didn't need all four milestones of Syndicate, okay? We only needed two milestones of Syndicate if you fully finished 
week one. And two milestones of Syndicate is possible free to play. Two milestones of Syndicate on the second run was possible. Now, you needed a higher... Oh, did you guys need three milestones? Wait a second. You needed three milestones of the Syndicate event? Is that right, Bubba? I thought it was only two. I thought it was only two as well. I thought it was only two. Oh, no. We just opened a can of worms. Was there a bug? <laughs> God, Scopely. Oh, did you guys screw this up? It was two milestones, guys. Yeah, Co thank you, Cox. He says the same thing. Two milestones gave one pull. Guys, yes, King Eagle, the second only got you 250. Do you guys not remember what, what they cost to open? It was 250 to open. Yes, guys. Okay. Are, maybe we should have spent more time doing Star Trek content, Bubba Joe. Maybe we needed to teach people the math on this Whoops. thing. Okay, guys. Sorry. One chest was 250. Okay, one chest was 250. And not a, it's not even about the, the chest. One chest got you 200 Dr. Ta'ana tokens. Okay, so if you did week one, let's go back. If you did week one, then you had 4,000 tokens. If you did gold rush, you had 4,600 tokens. You needed 200 more tokens. Right here. 250 came for the first two. Okay. DJ? Yes. I'd like to do a time check. Yeah, we probably should take a break, but I might just take breaks out. I might take breaks out. I might just take breaks out. It's, I mean, it's a very short show, so let, let's just continue to talk. By the way, okay. Uh, wild boar says I did week one. I did gold rush. I did two milestones. I'm 200 short. You only got 40. Where are we off on this Bubba Joe? I skipped oh. week one. I had to buy a pack, but I still did it. Gold rush paid three. Who's got feedback? Griffin. That's you. Griffin does. There we go. Okay. Crazy. What, what is here? What does that mean? What do you, what, what's here? So tier two of syndicate left only tier two of syndicate left them 200 short. Are we sure? I think you're right. Cause one chest gave 200. You needed to get to 48. Yeah. Well then ignore what I said. Uh, my bad. My bad. Honest to God. I thought there was a free to play path there. I could have swore there was. I was short the 2000 or the 4000 that came. That's why $100 did it for me, guys. Where did I get the other 200 then? Where did I get the other 200? Were there tokens in the Elite Battle Pass? Because guys, I only had to spend $100. It gave me Well, if you completed, if you completed <clears throat> the Syndicate event, I think you got 3 pulls. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I did. I got an extra pull out of the syndicate event because I spent multi-phasic, yes, which are Six, not free yes. to play. Mm -hmm. And those are not free to play because they were multi-phasic credits. Hmm. All right. Well, then I apologize. Still, 
this okay so, but so actually it drives can, can me we, can we talk about this for just a second dj yes but but so, hang on one second this drives me back to what i was saying at the beginning that that it kind of concerned me anyway it was it, it's circling back to the model where we're not guaranteeing the unlock right it circles back to where we were prior to six months ago when we got some shards now bubba you've never been a fan of this model but it's how it was for four years and that you just got what you got and then you would try to finish it off in the event store well hold on dude i have never been a fan of this model oh i know i'm not saying ever since it was ever since it was introduced with ducat i have never ever been a fan of this model. i didn't say that you were i didn't mean to imply that what i'm saying is scopely has never guaranteed an epic feature unlock in its opening month free to play and that's actually what i was referring to the fact that even i had to spend a hundred dollars okay and i did all the things except for week one okay that's my point cruzito that's exactly my point i felt like this month the lack of communication was a strategy, in my personal opinion. I felt like they put me in a position to spend the $100 to finish the officer. I felt like, I've talked about, guys, stop with Honor Guard Wharf and stop with Tendi. Two officers out of the last four years of the game, come on. There was also another one, there was four of 11 too, if you want to get real particular about it. All right. I'm saying that as a general rule of thumb, there are tons of you guys out there that still have officers that are not unlocked in your officer carousel. Correct? True? Is that true? Does anybody out there still not have Picard unlocked? All right. What about Gold Ducat? Hmm? Of course there are. Thank you. Thank you, Major Chi. Look at this screenshot. That I'm going to put into the graphics room, guys. All right, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not an embarrassing thing. This is a, a history lesson. This is a reminder, okay? This is a reminder, guys. Because, let me just tell you, I had conversations with Scopely this week. They dropped logic bombs on me, Bubba Joe, and it did not make me happy, but they were factually correct. Guys, when did we, and I know when it happened. It happened with Voyager. When did we start expecting full Epic Unlocks free to play each month? It happened with Voyager because they did it. But how quickly we forget. How quickly we forget. So hang on. They did it with Voyager. We said this is fantastic sourcing. We repeatedly reinforced and the community, some of the community did not agree, but we repeatedly reinforced from this stage that this was fantastic sourcing and needed to be continued. Mm -hmm. So whether it's an expectation or not, this is not as good as that. Whether or not this is supposed to be what the future is or not what the future is or supposed to be normal this is not as good as that. I agree with you a thousand percent, but you know what happened? Let's take one and one and put them together to solve the puzzle in our brain. They were giving away officers. 
I say giving away through the metas. Well, let's be real careful with that. Fine. There were free-to-play paths on all of those officers of your choice. You probably couldn't do them all free-to-play, but you could choose. All right? What happened there and moving forward, how many months, guys, this correlation is going to blow your mind. How many months now have we had terrible feature monetization? How many? Um, most of you guys have said most of this calendar 48. year. <laughs> okay. So Bubba Joe's going to, he's going to, yeah, most of you guys are saying most of this year. Okay. Last six months, most of 2023. Guys, we loved the officer model. You know why? Because we didn't have to spend on it. A lot of players didn't. Either that or they spent far less. Okay. Trader, I know that you've talked about it. Your story on Gold Ducat is famous. All right. Bubba Joe, true or false, did you spend less cash on Voyager officers as you would have in a solo leaderboard format? False. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, you're on one of the special servers then. What do you mean? I mean, you're on a server that no one tries to fight you. You just win. No. That's not true at all. How much does it cost to secure a win in an auction? How many millions of points? Um, usually in the 90 to 100. And you don't spend money on that? I do. You ask, you ask the question in reverse. Explain. You ask the question in the correct tense. What is the question you want to know? Have you spent money to acquire these officers? Yes. More so than you would have in an auction? Yes. And you have every officer that you would have had in an auction? Yes. So how do your auctions go 100 million points and you're not spending? And by this officers, do you mean... The lower decks officers or the Voyager officers? Because you were speaking specifically about the Voyager officers. I, I am. I'm talking. Yeah, I was speaking specifically about the Voyager officers where there's a solo milestone. All right. And as crazy as it sounds, maybe I was wrong. You remember when I if said the question is, if the question is how much did I spend on these officers versus what I spent on Voyager officers? I spent far less on these officers. Far, far, far Far, 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 far less. That is mind-blowing because I think you're in the minority. And I wouldn't have guessed that. I would not have guessed that, Bubba Joe, because my, my thinking was, my thinking was, and I've said this to you guys before, is that if players, if a larger group of players spend a little bit of money, as compared to a handful of players spending a boatload of money that Scopely would do better, right? That makes sense. I've said that before. A lot of you guys have agreed with me, right? If we could get everybody spending 30 million materials worth, if we can get everybody spending 30 million materials worth as compared to three people spending 100 million materials worth, it's got to do better, right? Does that make sense? It didn't pan out. 
It didn't work that way. Cruzito, you're 100% right. It didn't work that way. The top spenders spent less, and everybody else didn't spend just like they normally wouldn't have. That's right, Joker. People didn't spend, which is why we have such terrible monetization right now. That's why we've got so much reactionary stuff. Now, I'm not saying that the officers weren't junk. I Voyager officers weren't, though. The Voyager officers were probably one of the best class of officers to come into the game since DS9. Okay? Now, I'm not going to disagree about these new runs of lower deck officers. The PvP is totally borked. All right? But the Voyager officers, seven of nine? We said, we heard from the community that seven of nine was the best model ever. And we had people come into this chat and be like, ah, I got tier three and tier four this month. I can't imagine that, that was cheap, Bubba Joe. But somehow, it still didn't do as well. So if solo leaderboards aren't the, uh, aren't the option, if they're not the solution, and the heroic solo milestones are not working. I mean, we thought they were working. Seemed like they were working based on the reaction we saw. It seemed like they were working, but it's not. So what evidence do you have that they are not working? Terrible monetization. Okay. Extreme. That's the, no, that's DJ. If you are not prepared, because you, I don't suspect you have this info, to publish the exact numbers of those events. Obviously, you know I can't publish that. I'm right. aware of that. I'm not even certain that you have it because that's not something they discuss with people. No, I don't. Public, I don't have exact numbers. NBA. I can have a so conversation are, and they can. We listen, are, here's what I'm telling we you. We are wildly speculating no, that not. this has to do with money. No, I'm not. And I'm telling you, full unlocks and solo milestones ain't happening anymore. Okay? It didn't work. And, and Cruzito has been talking about this in the chat for the last 30 minutes. Guys, I'm trying to remind you of how it used to be because we're hitting a reset. Okay? I was upset that there wasn't a free-to-play path. Then I thought that there was going to end up being a free-to-play path. Even if it was $100 to get an Epic, that is traditionally, over the five-year history of this game, that is still acceptable. When did it stop becoming acceptable? It's because we, they set a, a, a new attempt. They set an experiment. They're not going to continue said experiment, and now we expect it. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, it ain't going back. Seven of nine will not happen again. Well, that's fine. They can continue to have terrible sourcing of officers. That, it sounds like, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree. DJ, it, it was never I'm, not good moving, for us. I'm not moving the finish line just because they don't like it. The finish line is seven of nine sourcing. That is the correct sourcing. That but is what that, should be sourced in this game. I don't care if they say it's never coming back again. That just means that they are going to push out an inferior product moving forward. Well, maybe. I'm you, not moving the goal. I'm not moving the finish line. If they're you not already going did. to do that, then I am going to every month tell them that their sourcing path is crap. Well, it has been. I mean, we've always talked about wanting that free-to-play path. It started two and a half years ago with the meta. Actually, it's almost three years old now with the 4 of 11 meta. We talked about the meta, all right? And I've not been less than consistent on this, all right? I've always, every single month, asked for a meta, a path. Even if it wasn't free-to-play, I want the roadmap. 
All right. Is it going to cost 100? Is it going to cost 20? Is it going to cost this or whatever? Okay. I still want to know that. What I'm trying to remind you guys of, okay, is that guaranteed completion of your epics in the month. What you are trying to do is convince us that what was a good sourcing model was not. No. No, yes, do not that put is words exactly in my what mouth. You were trying to do absolutely you were trying not. To, you were trying to move the finish line. You were telling players. I'm telling you, the finish line is being moved. I'm not nope. telling you it's good or bad. All right, I'm no. telling you that what has happened over the last three to four months isn't going to continue to happen, and I'm reminding people of the way it used to be because that's what's going to happen, whether you like so it or not. What's the purpose not. of this for us to change our perspective? to know moving forward what the expectation is going to be. All right. I mean, I don't have to tell you stuff. I do. All right. And I'm trying to say that this month was a step in the direction of where they're going back to because seven of nine didn't work for them. Now you can crucify the messenger if you want is what it is. I'm not crucifying the messenger. Well, you I'm are trying to, you're accusing me of trying to persuade people that this is a good thing. I am not. What I'm telling you is the facts of the situation, which is partial sourcing is going to be coming back. Take it or leave it. End of story. That is what's happening. And I am convinced, not because they have said so or shown me money or spreadsheets. What I'm telling you is it makes sense to me because they've been in reactionary mode for the last six months. They have, listen, we know when packs have come out to save their month. The multi-tiered primes was a very solid example of that. We even talked about how ill forward thinking it was. Do you think, Bubba Joe, that the multi-tiered primes were a godsend from Scopely to the community? Or did they actually create this problem of them not having people spend on officers because they can't spend on auctions because you're done? Well, it's not just that, but it's also the fact that they've released content that people didn't want to engage in. So it's the whole system, right? Yes. When you release terrible features, then people don't want to buy those terrible features. Whether or not they're advancing their ops, whether or not they're building new ships, whether or not they're doing any other content in the game that can help you, that will drive spending, right? But when you release terrible features, right, the only thing left to engage in is officers if they're any good. Now, they had a few months where the officers were all really good and players wanted to engage in them. But when the features themselves are garbage, where does that leave the spending? So if you don't release content that players want, you're not going to drive spending. It's like they think these things are completely disconnected. Well, I know. And, and this does come back to them creating problems, selling solutions, which I think is all they've done. I don't see any evidence of long-term strategy here. Every month, Bubba, and you and I have talked about this, every month I see panic. And I see what can we sell that will save the month. And every single time that they do that, they're damaging the game in the long term. Do we agree on that? Yes. Okay. What I'm telling you is 
in their mind, they are going to try to start clawing this back. And, and Bubba, without going into any further detail, you know even more than what I'm talking about here and now. Guys, you think that they are going to start fundamentally changing things, and they are hitting a reset button. And Bubba, just yes or no. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Yes. Okay. It's coming. I don't know why anybody is surprised by this. Hear what I'm telling you. This last year has not worked out for them. It ain't going to continue. Hard stop. You know, it's interesting is they could, and this is a real wild and crazy idea, release better content. I know. <laughs> I know it is a crazy idea. But they're throwing that idea out because basically everyone who works in Dublin is worthless. And they're going to go, well, since we can't possibly do that, we're going to force everyone to engage in the new content in some capacity. Well, I mean, that's what's happened. That's, that's the thing. Everything has been pay to participate. Yes. All right, I mean, seriously, and for everything example, has been. DJ, are you upset about the Monavine that you purchased it? No. You, you think that that's useful and valuable? I do. Yes. Okay. Ask me so, another. Ask me another. Uh, are ask me, in fairness, in fairness, ask me one that I actually paid for because Scopely gave me the Monovine. Ask me one that okay. I actually paid for. Uh, are you happy with uh, Forbidden Technology tearing up the month it released? No. Okay. Are you happier with it now? Ish. Yes. To a, to We've a talked about that. A little bit. We've talked about where that stands right now. Mm -hmm. It's getting um, better. It's not great, but right. it's getting but better. But on release, on release, were you incentivized or motivated to spend? I was not. Okay. Now, if they would have released this version of Forbidden Technologies out of the gate, would you have been motivated to spend on it? More likely. Can't say for sure, but more likely, yes. Okay. Now. That's what they need to do. If you're going to release good content that you want to monetize, make it good content. And, and that requires that you have game designers who know what they're doing, but it also requires people who understand the game, mm -hmm. who play the game on a regular basis, can come in and say, this feature doesn't work in this way, it needs to change. This feature doesn't work in this way, it needs to change. And sometimes that's just, there's too many clicks. yeah. Or that failure percentage seems a little bit high. Can we do something about that? It's not necessarily always about the monetization model or the uh, how many tear-up catalysts it take to go up a tier. Sometimes it's just, I got to click 17 things to make this thing go. Is there any way this could have been a little bit better? Now what, but they don't have that. Yeah. Because no, they, they don't. don't have anyone who actually plays the game. Well, that that may be partially true. All right. They certainly don't feel like they understand the mechanics of the game. It it seems like we're educating them all the time on stuff that they're doing that isn't what they want to happen. You know? Um, and so I, I get that. But what I'm referring to, and 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 let me be clear, 
Because uh, I can see there, there's people very upset at me in the chat today. You know, Bubba Joe was in the doghouse last show. Today it's my turn, I guess. Uh, <laughs> listen, you all were very – Bubba, you're welcome. You all were very angry at Bubba Joe last week because of the whole disco conversation. All Which right? is – no, no. They were upset <laughs> at me over the bass cracking prime. And I said the bass crapping pri- cracking crapping prime, prime. Was garbage. <laughs> no, they okay? were they were upset they at you about the disco. Part. No, they were mad at you about warp no, range. No, they, they I took I took all sorts of heat all throughout the week. People are like, I can't believe you want I can't believe you want this 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 prime is good. I'm like, I never said the prime was good. I said, and I will still defend that there was too much capability in base defense that they was too highly leveraged towards the defensive side and something needed to change. Did I think that needed to be the prime? No. The prime is overkill and addressing a problem that honestly didn't exist. But something was going to happen. I just didn't think it should have been that. So, okay. I, but but that prime was garbage. And then And then people just took my stance on ocean and whatever defense of he supports the prime and at no point in the last show did i support the fry you were so, very you were very in the doghouse last week i was very in the doghouse because people assume that my my criticism of the defenses was aligned to that's the right prime was good vic vic that's right vic is helping me remember you you were of the position that being a higher power player should entitle you to access to a base essentially Okay, that's... Is that okay, a dramatic way of saying it? That is a very dramatic way of saying it. But, I mean, <laughs> this is right. a progression-based game. It's always been a progression-based game. If <sighs> I don't need to level up to achieve some sort of objective, and in this case, the objective being cracking your base, then why would I level up? And if I go through the effort of leveling up to get that next class of ship, and it's not better, then why did I bother leveling up? It doesn't have to be this about is getting a progression better. I get it, but it game. used to be it used to be that you had to knock on somebody's base, let the bubble fall, and then get to work on cracking it. They, this is this is I think part of the problem that we're looking at even right here with officers. Let's try to tie these two together before we get ready to go. Oh yeah, let's try to tie these two together here in the next five minutes, Bubba Joe. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, I know. This is what exactly has happened. Scopely has accelerated this game to the point, and and maybe, maybe part of it, a teeny tiny part, could be on us for the I want it all and I want it now thing. But even Ripper has talked about battle used to go. Guys, battle used to go 30, 40, and 50 rounds. We remember that? I'm sure a lot of you don't, Okay. But this is what we're talking about. How many of you guys remember waiting for the bubble to drop and then taking your baby jellyfish and suiciding against that base 50 plus times before you got in? How many of y'all remember? It should not be about one-shotting a base. There is not a player in the game who deserves to one-shot my base. Not even you, Bubba. Can you attack me fewer times? Yes. That is why your ships get progressively better. Do you, are you entitled 
to one-shot me? Nobody is. That's my argument. This game has accelerated itself right out of its damn shoes. And the officer problem is exactly the same way. They kept trying to get better and they tried new things and, and we did like it. That's because we got it all and we got it now and we got the officers. It's not working and now we're going to be really, really mad because we are going back to partial progression, even with these officers. And we so, have talked about, hang on, let me finish. We've talked about how Scopely needs to pump the brakes. Now, I'm not referring to officer sourcing specifically here, so don't take my words out of context. But we have talked about them needing to pump the brakes, slow this crap down, stop releasing God mode content every single month that costs money and leaves players behind. We need them to restore balance and pacing and progression and, God forbid, patience into this game. Battles need to last 30 rounds again. Bubba Joe needs to attack my base again 15 times before he gets in. But Vic would have to do it 30 times. Well, that's ridiculous. I, part of the reason that I didn't bother to raid was the fact that I had to attack a base more than five times. No, you should not have to click on anything 15 times to achieve a result in this game. If you want to say any difference other... in between cracking one with one attack versus, say, five, that's something. But okay. no, Fine. not 15. Well, like, I mean, it, you, dude, it, it used to be that. I mean, it, it, what about what about these what about these battles? What about these wars? What about the, the Rialta burn where people would attack a ship 150 times to kill it? Okay. Listen, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that what I'm people are insane. Like they're no. playing. No, no, you don't get to do that. Bubba. They're playing the way that they can fine. and or can, want to. They want to enjoy that. That's fine. They can enjoy that. And if it is possible, Without spending as much as you have, they deserve the right to do that. Where we have gotten off track is that the game has sold these mechanics to the point where nothing is possible anymore without spending money. Which is exactly what you said a minute ago. The game is essentially paywalled now. It is pay to participate. And it didn't used to be that way. Same way with the officers. We would get partial progression, Vic. You said, what is the definition of partial progression? Here, I'm going to tell you. You're going back to 10, 20 shards in, a, in an SMS, and unless you do well in extreme competition, you're not finishing that officer until you get to the event store or buy packs. Well, if the 10 or 20 shards are back to the original milestones for 10 or 20 shards, then I'm, I'm not going to be overly upset about that. I, I, but if the 10 gonna, or 20 shards are only offered in a paid pack, then I'm going to be upset about it. Be referring to the gotchas. Referring to the gotchas. Is that what you're talking about? No. So if we're going back to <clears throat> having a weekly SMS that gives you 10 or 20 shards, okay, mm -hmm. through material spend or armada sourcing or ultra spend or whatever the thing is it's going to be for that SMS, okay? So that at the end of the arc, you're going to have somewhere in between 30 and 60, regardless of any sourcing from auctions, okay? That's not as good as Voyager, but it's better than mm -hmm. what we have right now with this month. 
Right. Okay. Because this month was 100%. If you did not spend, you were not unlocking these officers. Agreed. that's not acceptable. Agreed. I'd never want to see this sourcing or the Ducat sourcing or the Wayoon sourcing or any other time they've tried this. And I think those are the ones I'm calling off the top of my head. There might be another one. I never want to see this sourcing again. And you know what's this crazy? This sourcing needs to die in a fire. And you know why it keeps coming back? Because it works. And this is what is mind-blowing to me. This is why I was so frustrated in a conversation earlier this week. It works week. because Scopely hasn't figured out how to do math. Mm, let's accept responsibility. Scopely can be no. bad at a lot of things, Bubba Joe, but we're ultimately the ones who swipe our card. We cannot say that we're being forced into this stuff. You and I have both staunchly disagreed with the community on that before. Nobody forces us to do anything. They can present a product, and I can say no to that product. Nobody forces me to spend the card, yet time after time after time that this model comes out, as a community, we reward them for it. Maybe not in sentiment. No, we're not rewarding them. Maybe not in sentiment, but we are spending. And that's why it happens. Oh, okay. So now we're on to spend shaming. Thank you very much, DJ. No, Baba, listen to me. No, no. What you just said is the whole premise of spend shaming. If we don't want something, we should not buy it. Right? If we do want something, we should buy it. I don't spend shame. I tell people, if you find value in it, do it. I found value in having tier two of an epic. I spent $100 on Ta'ana. I am part of the same problem that I'm complaining about here. I fell into it, Bubba Joe, just like you, just like a lot of other people. We spent on this even though it's not a desirable model. But we still did it. A.K.A. We're rewarding them financially. For this busted model. Now, I don't know that there's any other way to really present that. We can say that it's for the future. We, I can so, say that I'm doing it because I hope that it's going to pay me dividends down the road. I can say that I hope they fix PvP and then Ta'ana will be worth it to me. But why did I spend $100 on Ta'ana today, yesterday? So why, let me why? ask you something, DJ. And I know you have to go, but this is what I want to leave you on, Okay. If you spent $400 trying to do well in an auction or a high-end material spend SMS where you're getting maybe half an unlock or something, spend $400 on that, and you relented and spent $100 on this unlock, how is this rewarding what they're doing? Because it's cash. But you're not rewarding them. You're engaging in what they you're engaging in what they've offered. This is the only sourcing you're gonna get. Well, yeah, Who they knows won, if it's ever gonna make business. its way into a chest? You you but you're not rewarding them. It's not like you went and spent a thousand dollars or more than you normally would spend. They presented an offer where you could spend arguably less than you would normally spend to engage in a feature in the game. And they still have my $100. But they don't have your $400. They might not have gotten the $400 to begin with. This is one of those that, that I kind of say, and I've, I've told this to my sales team before. I've said this to my sales team. 
you know, like a, a pain in the butt customer, right? A customer comes in and they're just rude and they're mean and they're hateful and the, you know, they're they're angry and they beat you up and they call you a liar and you know, all car salesmen are thieves and all this stuff, right? Like, I mean, you guys have all heard that. You guys have done the same thing to me, jokingly, all right, and in love, but you guys make fun of me all the time for being a car salesman. At the end of the day, if I sold you a vehicle, who actually won? Okay, but we're not talking. Okay, so. No, it's, that's very simple. That has been my mantra with my team forever. If I sold you a vehicle, despite so, you being such a meanie head, if I sold you, I won. So you're telling me that there is no difference in between <clears throat> you selling the used 73 VW that walked into your lot and the brand new 2024 Mustang. I, that is exactly what I'm telling you because money, There's no difference between profit is profit for Rangi rule the, of one. You can pay the rent on your lot with either of those. Dude, well, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it depends, in right? Fact, the used is more profitable. Well, let, let's, let's look at it for what it is. If I've got a thousand dollars in that VW, Bubba Joe, and I sell it for five. Okay. I made four, right? But if I've got $75,000 in that Mustang, and I sell it for 76, I made one. What actually was a better deal? Well, then now you're making my point. If you sell car A and make $4,000 or car B and make $1,000, which one is better? If you come in and say that you want the $75,000 car, but you want it for 70 and I can't do it, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to walk with my 1975 VW. It might mean that you walk with nothing because I don't have anything that you want. But you're saying that because you spent $100 as opposed to $400, and I'm using $400 very specifically, you spent $100 and you got value for what you perceive $100 is worth to you. Okay? Now, we don't have to like this model. We don't have to like everything about this. But if you see I can spend $100 and get value, Okay, this which I it. did. Now, I if, admit if they I did would have it. introduced a different model that had encouraged you to spend four hundred dollars, and I spent nothing. So DJ, what was better for them? Well, then you didn't unlock the officer, so you didn't walk off the lot with the car. That's exactly the point that I was just making. You left without spending anything because I didn't offer you anything that you were willing to pay for. This is what is a little bit dangerous, and, and please don't misunderstand. This is not spend shaming in any way, shape, or form, but we have got to be a little bit more careful and a little bit more choosy with how we are rewarding or, or sending the message of acceptance with some of these models. Even I, and I'm, I'm the first to, to come and admit it, I spent $100 on Ta'ana. Ripper, Ripper, what are you doing? Ripper, Ripper, stop, Ripper! You've you've done something to your audio. Your gating is terrible. I don't know what's wrong with you, but you're gone. Is he is he even actually here? Like, is he talking to us? I don't think so. All right. Uh, okay, I'm just going to move into the AFK room. But can somebody try to to reach him? 
and make sure that he's alive. Got it. We'll do. All right. Sure. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> so that was creepy. I'm sorry. I don't even know. <laughs> and and I've got to get ready to go anyway. Listen. Bottom line is this. Okay. I'm not trying to spin it as a good thing, Bubba. I'm trying to warn the people about what's coming. All right. We are going. We we are hitting a reset and more areas than one it's not just officer sourcing and you know what i'm talking about there are all kinds of of things that scopely is going to do and i have said trader you've heard me say if scopely does this right it is not a bad thing okay but that this again this is the same thing that we talked about with taana can they fix pvp will taana be eventually worth it she can be, but that entirely depends on Scopely. And Scopely what, I mean, needs to be reminded of what it is that we want and or need in successful gameplay. They need to be motivated to come back, as Bubba Joe says, and give us engaging, meaningful content. Go ahead, Trader. I just, you know, my, my perspective is having, you know, played the game for as long as I did. They, I think the lack of balance is what generates them the money. I don't think they have any incentive to bring balance. You always are chasing the meta. You are always chasing the newest officer to try and counter the last officer. They have strike team, yes, and, you know, battleship strike team, and then intercept strike team, and now they have you know Freeman, and then the next officer. Perfect. It, it's like you're just you're you're like the greyhound at the track chasing that little bunny on the. Yes, uh, you're never going to catch it. You're that never is exactly the point that I'm trying to make. Maybe I wasn't saying it right. Okay, that's exactly the point that I'm making. Why are they going to balance, fix, create good content, engaging content? Why are they going to do all that stuff when they're still getting my hundred dollars, no matter what they put out there? And that is kind of the point that I'm trying to make. All right, is as much as I want to say yes, I mean, why did I buy Taana? Why? FOMO. Damn straight. I have to fight this myself. I have to to justify to myself. I bought it knowing the officer doesn't do anything today. Why did I buy DJ. it? I bought it. Because it's a tier two epic for $100. And that is based on the perceptions and based on the precedent that Scopely has laid out for me. I fell into that. Go ahead, Bubba, with the final thoughts because we got to go. Hey, I, this has been just the strangest conversation. I know where a hundred dollars is greater than $400. And <laughs> like, I don't understand exactly how you've gotten to this point. Okay. But this is what I want to say. I'm all for scopely trying different things. In fact, I've pressed for them to try different things. Mm -hmm. I want scopely to try different things. What they need to do is remember that if they provide content and sourcing that is engaging and rewarding, players are going to be motivated to engage in it. And if they don't, then they're not. And the more that they screw up the game, the more that they disproportionately make the game a coin flip to whether you're going to accomplish something or not, 
the less people are going to want to engage in it. And the sooner they realize that, the more likely it is that we're going to get to the six-year anniversary as opposed to not making it to 2024. I, and, I agree with everything you just said with one small caveat. We have agreed they don't play the game, right? The decision makers, they don't know how the game works, right? Correct. So what do you think is their model of success? I think that their model for success is to gather feedback. No, no, no. And use that feedback. How do they know that their decision-making is sound? Well, evidently, it's by earning $100 from a player as opposed to 400 No, it's by looking at the bottom line and saying, okay, we're still making money. And do you think that if every player that would spend $400 only spent 100 you think they're still going to make money? I don't think that's what happened. I, I think that's exactly what happened. I wouldn't have spent 400 but I did spend 100 So you're saying that during the months of uh, Voyager, you did not buy any packs whatsoever. I did buy and some packs. And then spend the resources from those packs during the material spend events. But I didn't buy $400 for a specific officer either. Ah, but but what you're doing is engaging in the content that they've given you, which is yes! material spend events on the weekend. Yes! My God, that's exactly now, it, Bubba you, Joe. That's it. Yes, now I'm engaging. Is, I fell the into problem it. problem is... The problem is, is that Billy is not smart enough to realize that packs bought on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Billy and Friday is smarter than we are think. contributing to the participation on Saturday and Sunday. Billy is smarter than we think. No, he's not. Because if he was, they would have continued with what we got during Voyager. Yet, they went back to a model that we all openly hated and despised and brought it back because why? If we didn't spend on it last time, they wouldn't have brought it back. Okay, but do you think, do you honestly think, I would love to see the numbers, and I'm never going to, but I will all but guarantee you that the spending for um, the spending for Ducat was a lot more than the spending for Weyoun, and the spending for Weyoun is significantly more than the spending for Ta'ana. Oh. Well, you know, I, I will leave you with this, Bubba Joe. I was also surprised as hell to learn that only 6% of people had a Max Vidar. I was convinced otherwise, but I was dead ass Wasn't it wrong. 12? It was 6. All right. I was convinced otherwise, and I was dead ass wrong. All right. And the crazier thing is, the craziest piece of that is we all know Ta'ana serves no purpose today. If if they made that much money on Ta'ana, what incentive do they have to fix any damn thing in this game? We just spent money on a mechanic that doesn't even work. What the hell is wrong with us? Me. What's wrong with me? We're human. I mean, it's they're 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 preying upon the psychological profiles of humans. I mean, that's what they're doing. I know, man. There's nothing more and nothing less than that. And and as far as Billy from accounting, I mean, Billy from accounting doesn't care, frankly, if Trader spends zero dollars and Bubba Joe spends four hundred and DJ spends one hundred, or if we all spend what I don't know, 
$200. I can't do math in Correct. my head. Yeah. He doesn't care as long as the bottom line is the same. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Right. And there are, again, not spend shaming. There are players who spend a lot of money on these new features. And that, you know, tips the tips the balance, tips the calculations so that people like you, DJ, who are, you know, we're never going to spend 400, but we're only going to spend 100, you know. Yeah. But that's still $100 and more than you were probably planning on play, paying for at the beginning of the arc. Same thing. Cruzito talks about, you know, I spent to progress, not to get to Ana. And that doesn't matter either because you still spent. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Doesn't care they don't spending. care. They don't care. Just depends on what you spent. All right. So yeah, I know. So I hang on. Let's 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 make this the final thought. You is got it, Bubba Joe. Broken. No, Tana is broken. No, 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 no. To, no. Hang on. Let me address this. So Tana is not broken. Correct. What people are saying is that the effect of having your PvP battle come down to RNG with Freeman and triggering an effect is not changed in any way, whether you have Tana or not. So the RNG is still there. The effect is still RNG based. It changes literally nothing. Okay. Yeah. That is, um, that that is why people are saying Taana didn't do anything because it didn't move the needle at all. It's not changing the outcome Correct. in the current state of PvP. But she game. does work and she is doing what she's supposed to be doing. And if you took out, if Honor Guard Wharf and Lorca were suddenly removed from the game then she'd actually be pretty fantastic. True. If Hull Breach was fundamentally removed or redesigned, Ta'ana would be a fantastic officer. But she's the victim of other mechanics in the game that have been irresponsibly handled by Scopely for the last several years. And now they have outgrown themselves and they're painted into a corner where they can't develop content without breaking something else. The game is so daggone full. It's my cup runneth over now, Bubba Joe. Anything that I add to this game is going to affect something else. They are at that point. It is saturated, which is why I come back and warn you again. The great reset is coming. Don't be shocked. That's going to do it for today, guys. That is, uh, and, and I'm sorry, I would love to stay and have more conversation with this, but because uh, it's been fascinating. But we do have to get ready to bounce. I want to thank everybody for being here. Thank you, Bubba Joe, for your spirited debate, as always. Thank you so very much, Trader, for being here. Griffin, as well, Kark and Putz, Ripper, for mumbling in his sleep. And, uh, and listen, I don't think so, guys. Sores, I don't think so. This is what I've said to Trader. I've said it to Bubba. I've said it to many other people in the community. If they do this right, it's exactly what the game needs. But that is the big question, right, Bubba? It's the big if. Can they or will they? And I am concerned that they're not getting the, the right message. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what this game really needs, but we completely forgot about. Bubba what? Faith of the heart. Faith of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Joe memes. Bubba Joe memes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm already. I'm 19 minutes late to leave. Sorry. 21. Ooh. I'm 21 minutes late to leave. Go, which go, is go. So, why I did the time check almost 45 minutes. I know. I know. So I will. Uh, I will release those tomorrow night. Okay. Or no, maybe later. I don't know. I'll. 
I'll figure it out. Thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. I got to bounce. Oliver's got baseball. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person. Save me out for now. Loving me to catch you on the next one. Thank you for being here on the stage of Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name's Ultimate DJs. Thanking you, everybody, for being here. Have a good Bye, everybody.